What's up, this is Keyshawn Vaughn And you're listening to Roster Watch Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by rosterwatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap here today with the Trash Man as he wants to talk about some players that are surging up draft boards uh, right now in our uh, redraft leagues and mock drafts and stuff coming up. We also have some other stuff to talk about, but before we get into it, before I explain to you what I'm going to be uh, talking about for, through the beginning of this show, I have a, I just I, I need to hit you guys up with an ask again, <coughs> again. <coughs> I'm getting choked up just asking about it. <laughs> we need more ratings and reviews. We need more ratings and reviews in Apple Podcasts. I see how many of you guys listen. It's really disgusting the fact that we don't even at least have like a thousand reviews right now in Apple Podcasts. So if you're listening to this, you're happy that we're getting three and four of these out a week. We have our admin, Jen, working her ass off to book good guests, get you guys good quality content. All we ask, if you're watching this on YouTube, man, give it a thumbs up, subscribe. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, I'm being serious, like like our 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 like our managers and our stakeholders in this company. When they see the numbers, one of the ones that they really look at is, is reviews in Apple Podcasts. So I'm just telling you that. And decisions are made for how we allocate our resources and what we do with this kind of shit based on that. So if you want more of this content, the best way to get it is to give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. So please do it. Don't be, don't be, a, don't be a freeloader and a jerk. And we would definitely or make, or make, or make TikTok videos where you dance um, to – don't do that. The sound, you don't, the sound of our, the sound of our voices. No, don't 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 do that. I don't want the Chinese Communist Party to have any track of my voice. You realize that you're you are allowing the Chinese Communist Party in, into your I, life I, and into your household. I don't have TikTok. I, I don't I, I don't use I, I it. Use yeah. Apparently, apparently, an American I'm, I'm, company. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they're finding other ways to to get access. The, so. the C, I don't. I, I don't the think TCP don't have shit on me, trash man. I don't. I, I'm not. I am. I'm. I don't allow like an Alexa inside my house or a Google Home or any of this stuff. I can't believe that they're like. I have friends and I have family who set this thing up in their house, and it's like they say, like Alexa, play, you know, play the Beatles or something, and, and like. But they don't realize that Alexa's listening to every little fucking thing you say, every little fight you have with your wife, every every toy that you buy for your kid, like every tender tender moment that you have together. Somebody, well, if, somebody's if, listening. If they're listening. If they're listening in on me, it's just me, you know, talking to my dog. So I don't think they're getting anything good. Half the time, I'm just talking to my fucking self too, <laughs> mumbling about something. Mom was just God. These goddamn freeloaders won't give us won't give us any won't, they won't give us any reviews on Apple Podcast. No, I'm, I'm paranoid. Have you seen that show, The Americans? No, 
I like. No, it's I, a, I don't. A, I don't watch. It's TV. a great. It's a great show. It's over now, but it's it's about Russian sleeper sleeper spies in the eighties in the U.S. Is is our hope for Keyshawn Vaughn over now? Now that Jim no. Lane says he's a backup. No. No. You're fine. No. Okay. So all right. Assume, all right. So so what the I word is? Assume. Go ahead. What what the word is is that um, Jim Lane of ESPN, our good friend, one of the epic hustlers that has come up with us here in this industry that we know and love. Uh, she is saying that Keyshawn Vaughn is going to begin the year as a backup. It's Dario Gumbawale's job as the sort of the pass catching receiver. Ronald Jones's job is the sort of the first and second down between the tackles grinder slash slasher. And Ronald Jones now, is, is, now up to 225 pounds. Is that – is that different than what you were expecting? I mean, yeah, he's a rookie. I mean, I don't think I don't expect him to say he's going to be the immediate starter. Where where is that happening? Where is that happening on any team? Uh, it's gonna it's gonna it's, I, it'll happen with Clyde Edwards Elayer probably. But where but where do you hear where do you hear that conjecture on any team? It, I mean, it's it's it, it's not that shocking to me that they would say something like that. I mean, I, I, I just don't. don't I, Starting the year as a backup is different than saying like he's going to come in and be he's going to come in he's going to be competition. Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins, um, you know, you Clyde, you hear that with some of these rookies that have fallen into good situations and or some of these rookies that are just good, right? You know, you don't yeah. you don't even hear you don't even hear a beat writer coming out and saying something like you know even Joshua Kelly is is going to be you know Justin Jackson's backup. Or anything like they like they're brought in as competition. We'll see what happens in, in in camp. And I understand that the truncated preseason, the fact that these guys haven't had any time to practice with them. And look, I think Brady, that's I think that's the biggest issue with Brady. I get it too because clearly, you know, he needs a James White. He needs a bulldog back there as a pass protector, and that's what James White was. We said it about him dating back to his senior bowl. And whenever you look at the, it's so funny. I know that uh, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, has talked about this a bunch. But I can't believe that Tom Brady has come out now and he's tweeted, um, you know, that the NFLPA and the NFL need to get their shit together about safety protocols. What a what a hypocrite he is after just <laughs> after just saying, fuck the NFLPA. I'm going to get together with all these guys and we're going to practice together, even though the NFL said no group act. NFLPA said we recommend no group activities among players, all this stuff. And then you see videos of Tom Brady and Chris Godwin and Mike Evans out there, of all you know, throwing the. <laughs> Throwing the football around, giving each other like wet, giving each other wet willies and swapping <laughs> spit. Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking unbelievable. But the, what but, video but you watching? The fact, well, I, I could see them doing it. Trash man, you know that Brady kisses his own son on the mouth. <laughs> you is your dad? Is your dad mouth? ever? The fuck no! Has your dad ever kissed you on the mouth? <laughs> I don't know if my dad I've has seen, ever kissed my I've, mother I've on the mouth. Your, I've seen your dad. I can't imagine that dude kissing you anywhere. Uh, no, but um, but. No, he he kisses his his own kid, his own boy son on the mouth. <laughs> it's very European. It's well, like Byron says, it's sort of like, um, it's sort of like what the intelligentsia or like not what is it? What's the like the club of the of the super elites that like kiss their kids on the mouth? Illuminati. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like the Illuminati. Like they want to drink your blood and they want to kiss their kids on the <laughs> kiss their kids on the mouth. 
I mean, if there is a football player that's a part of the Illuminati, it would probably wet, be wet willies kissing each other on the mouth. Who knows what a fucking hijinks was going on? Tom Brady was going against the NFLPA for all this stuff. But during the time that he was, Dario Gumbawale was the dude who was out there with him, you know, working with him in those drills. You see him in the videos. And we know with Brady, it's like if he comes in there and he likes somebody, it's like, who gives a shit? Our, our priors about him. Who cares what anybody like Tom's going to say, I want him in there. Uh, do we need to be thinking about Dare and in, in deep leagues? I mean, he was always somebody to think about in the past. He's I, I think he's a better third down back than Ronald Jones. Yeah. Well, well yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think Ronald Jones can catch. Um, he, hey, he hasn't shown it if, much. If, but- if, if Ronald Jones can't keep Peyton Barber off the field and lo- and, yeah, and, it gets, and largely in part to his pass protection, I don't. They can say they can say Vaughn's going to be a backup all they want, Ke- but Keyshawn Vaughn was the best pass. And Keyshawn Vaughn was the best pass protecting back in this class. He has great hands. I know Keyshawn Vaughn can catch. He's yeah, great. I he's, just, a, he's a good. Player. I don't see Ronald Jones keeping him off the field if he can't protect Tom Brady. He's out of there. I'm not interested in. I'm not interested in. Um, I'm not as interested in Keyshawn Vaughn right now as I used to be, though. I mean, that's yeah, fair. Dari, I mean, Dari, could, this whole Dari thing. You could say that about any rookie skill skill player at this point. Well, there's some. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm saying, I'm I'm just saying not, the fact that there's the, going to be no preseason and the offseason is shortened, you're going to see a lot of rookies limping in, I feel like. C.D. Lamb doesn't limp into anything, trash man. <laughs> Hopefully uh, not. I made this tool. It's available at rosterwatch.com. I'm not going to run a simulation using the cheat sheet. Of course, you can find the cheat sheet at rosterwatch.com. The revolutionary cheat sheet to change fantasy football forever is back only at rosterwatch.com. Three simple rules. That's it. Three simple rules. It could not be easier. An expert quality draft is guaranteed when you use the rosterwatch cheat sheet available now at rosterwatch.com. I'll have version 3.1 up soon because uh, there's a couple of changes I wanted to make in 3.0. Actually, based on some observations, uh, as I was going through this wide receiver strength of schedule and also this new tool that I just made, I got a, I got the harebrained idea to start making it just yesterday. And it's like a Vegas tool, trash man. But it's Does that mean that there's, that there's hair growing out of your brain? Yeah. Um, I believe when you're, or is it H-A-R-E brained? Like, like, like you, you got like the brain of a little are, rabbit. Are rabbits smart? Are they considered smart within the animal kingdom? I just thought that they had a lot that they they're uh, smart enough to they're smart enough to have a lot, lot of yeah. had a lot of progeny. Yeah, well, they're smart enough to do that. Spread, <laughs> is, is that take smarts? Oh yeah, <laughs> spread the old genes. That's evolution, baby. Pearl Jam wrote a song about it. I think they were being harebrained. Um, That's a good song. Okay. Uh, 2020 uh, Vegas player props and applied season long fantasy points versus ADP for wide receivers. Now, what the hell can that mean? It seems harebrained. <laughs> um, but w- what it me. is, except in the way that you, whenever you make these things, you definitely don't have a lot of sex. <laughs> you definitely, it definitely doesn't help you have a lot of sex. Um, so I, we, w- I wouldn't know. You've never made this type of tool. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. So the uh, the basically here here's here here's what it is. Let me just see if I can explain it. Because I tried to write it earlier and it seems 
It's cockamamie. <laughs> but it, it's like, okay, so um, we've gone through a number of various online sports books to gather receiving yards, receptions, and receiving touchdown props for each wide receiver that has a top 55 ADP. And when there were differing props across the sports books for any player, we used either A, the prop that's used with the greatest frequency. So like, let's say, you know, uh, somebody had like a 1100.5 receiving yards prop at like three different sports books. And one other one had them at like 1155. We just used the 1100.5, right? Cause that was the one where he had the most, um, whenever there were only two props that we found two offerings, what we did was we just took the average of those two. So if somebody had like 1,000 yards at one place and 1050 at another place. We just split it down the middle and made it 1025. Um, mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. For a lot of these guys, though, um, sports books would not offer just, you know, the total receptions on the season, like a receptions over under, a receiving yards over under, and a receiving touchdowns over under. And so there, there are ways that we had to sort of, um, we had to find what those implied receptions and those implied touchdowns were because every single prop that we talk about here started out with at least one receiving yards prop. So, and to so be- what it sounds like to me is like you've created a platform for having your own sports book page now. It's like that's what you're doing. <laughs> you've got it all wrong. I'm doing a bad job <laughs> explaining it. Um, whenever, we, whenever we take that receiving yards number, from there, you can extrapolate out what the implied totals are for the other categories. So for receptions, all you need to do is just divide the total receiving yards prop by the player's projected average yards per reception that we have projected for 2020, right? And okay. that way you get the receptions. For receiving touchdowns, it's a little tougher. What we did was we took – okay, so we took the player's receiving yards prop as the numerator um, along – and then – and the average receiving yards per touchdown scored on his current team in his current situation normalized by average, like averaging that with the 2019 NFL wide. Uh, it was one basically in 2019, a wide receiver scored a, one touchdown for every 162 yards that he had receiving. Right. And so we normalized with that 162 yards. So basically an average of wh- how many yards on his current team in his current situation per receiving touchdown average with the 162 take that and you use that as the as the denominator right and that way you can get a you can get a pretty decent you know implied receiving touchdown total so whenever we do that uh then you can take all those numbers together and you can say all right here's the receptions here's the receiving yards here's the, the implied receiving touchdowns and here's the implied ppr points total on the season and here's the implied half ppr points total on the season here's the implied standard points total on the season okay then what you do is you take the ADP, right, and you sort by the implied totals, and you can compare what the ADP is to what the implied totals are and see where the greatest differences are, so where, 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 where the values lie. Because let's say that somebody like the Vegas Sportsbooks would imply that this guy should finish 17th, but his ADP is 29. So that's like a 12 spot difference, right? I wanted to find out the guys who have the biggest differences on for the good and the guys who have the biggest differences for the bad. It could help us at least identify. So was Kenny, Kenny, Kenny Galladay your number one receiver? He's way at the bottom for PPR. <laughs> Kenny, it look, the sports books think that Kenny Galladay uh, here, I'll, and I'll, sh- I'll, I'll just I'll show everybody here. Uh, if, if you're listening, you, you, you can get a pro membership at rosterwatch.com to check this out. 
But um, I'll show the people here on YouTube just a little what this sort of looks like. And you can see here. So if you look at the um, look at this sheet. So you have here like the PPR. It, this, this is sorted by PPR. Right. And so the best difference is like 11 spots. And, and it's, it's Devontae Parker, who has an ADP of 26. But if you just look strictly at his props and his implied receiving touchdowns, his, his implied receptions based on his history, based on this 1090.5 uh, receiving yards prop that he has, he would be wide receiver 15. That's an 11-spot difference, if that makes any sense. And, and just onto the side here, it's the same for half-point PPR, where you can look here, the same for standard, where you can look here. So I, th- I think it's a really cool tool. We'll just talk about it here for some of the, uh, some of the players at the okay. top. Is it, is it pretty PPR. straightforward and in, in showing, like, and having some sort of hierarchy and yeah. ranking of those players, just like an well, overall, yeah. like, number? It will, so, all right. What do you mean an overall number? I'll just pull it back up and you can just tell me, like, can you, you can see it when I pull it up, right? Yeah. Okay. So when I pull it up, I mean, so. So, I mean, I guess, is it, is it implied that that ranking that we see there is basically, is basically li- listed in, in order of value? Yeah, no, I mean, basically the, the ranking that you'll see here is this, under this where it's diff, it's just, it's just difference. The okay. difference so these are positive differences. So like this guy is 11. So that's slot. the most, that's the most important aspect of that. Table. Yes. Yes. This right here, or if you're okay. looking at half point PPR, so this right here. And that's why I've color coded these ones in, in green where the best okay. are the green and the worst are white. Okay. okay. So, um, that's, that's how that goes. And I'm sure that was just riveting radio for in, anybody listening on the podcast. <laughs> But regardless, we'll just talk about these. The guy at the very top, like we said, Devontae Parker, just what are your thoughts on there with that? If we just went by his Vegas sportsbook medium projections and against everybody else in the top 55, and I should mention that out of this group, there were not props available anywhere for these six players. Will Fuller, Debo Samuel, Nicole Hardman, Emmanuel Sanders, Preston Williams, or Sammy Watkins. So uh, it, it's the top 56, but without those six, it's just the top 50. Um, Devontae Parker, just up at, the, up, up at the very top, I just – I wonder, I worry a little bit about him, trash man, simply because he just has such, such a tough schedule, especially to start the season. He's going to have uh, – he's going to have the New England Patriots in his first game, so he'll have Stephon Gilmore, and then he will have – the Buffalo Bills in his second game, so he'll have Tredavious White. That he could be slow out of the gates. Um, do you do you think? T- what do you think? Ten ten ninety point five for Devontae Parker, and I, it looks like for PPR, he's the biggest value. If we're just talking about this one metric, do you like him this year? Uh, wh- I mean, do you worry about guys like Preston Williams coming back? Jakeem Grant, I think Albert Wilson's still there. Ten ninety. I mean, no. I mean, it makes me excited. For Preston Williams, I mean, I, I think that's value there to be able to get Preston Williams later. I mean, and, and if you're saying too, then like Demontes Parker ADP actually isn't indicative of where he should be drafted. So I mean, I guess he's right now he, he's around guys like uh, Stephen Diggs, who Tyler Demonte Murray. Parker. Yeah, yeah, he's always around like DJ Chark too. But he's always around. DJ Chark, right? Yeah. Um. 
I'd, 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 I'd say that's probably about where he should be then. I mean, he's, he's a little bit behind DK Metcalf. I, I mean, DK Metcalf should actually have a better season this year. He had a great season last year, but should score more touchdowns. This DK season. Metcalf's prop is awful. It's not good. We, we could talk about him. I mean, I don't know if he's one huh. of the worst, but like, yeah, he's actually the second worst on here as far as where, what his prop would imply versus where he's being taken, which is something we need to, you know, the, these, we have our own projections, you know, I, I, I like to see how the sports books pro- project these guys as far as medium meeting outcomes. Everybody that who's on our site knows that that's something I'm always interested in kind of dicking around with. And it's, it kind of sometimes opens my eyes to blind spots. I might have like Jamison Crowder. If we were to, um, if we were to just look solely at what his current ADP is at, at 41, he's number 32 among these guys. So that's a difference of nine. I mean, the, the sports books have him pegged for 825.5 receiving yards which would imply, based on his previous total, 75.5 receptions and five and a half touchdowns. Um, it seems like, you know, he is the he's a he's a great value along with these other two that are nine spots uh, above their ADPs based on their finishes here in PPR via the implied sportsbook total. Sterling Shepard, 69.5 receptions for 79.5. 795.5 yards and five and a half touchdowns. And then this one, I just Tyler Boyd. See, Sterling, Sterling Shepard's kind of dubious to me just because we really haven't seen those receivers with all of them healthy on the field at the same time. Um, I No, I get it. I get I'm it. I'm not that ex- not that excited about Shepard. What you know, were you saying about you know Boyd? Sport, oh, Boyd, too. I'll, I'll get to Boyd. But just talking about the New York Giants wide receivers – one thing to mention is that Darius Slayton is going the highest of all of them. And I love Slayton, but the sports books, when they're breaking off their projection shares and their target shares and stuff like that, they are, they're giving, they're like giving him hind tit. Speaking of harebrained. <laughs> I guess they're, maybe they're going off a of volume or what they think the volume will be. Yeah, it's just. Uh, that, that's well, I mean, the volume. Yeah, yeah. We can talk about that in a minute. And then Tyler Boyd, um, wide receiver thirty-one by ADP rank would be wide receiver twenty-two via his implied total via the the, the sports books um, the sports books uh, median outcome here nine hundred and fifty point five receiving yard over under, which would uh, and actually he had, he 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 has an eighty-four and a half reception prop. That's not implied. That's just his prop. Along with five and five and a half touchdowns, so that would be good for wide receiver twenty-two overall. I mean, AJ Green is up here too as a guy who's five slots better than his than his ADP. To me, I'm not sure that means I'm going to go all in on Tyler Boyd or AJ Green. I've certainly loved getting getting AJ Green. Their ADPs are only three or four spots apart, and I feel more comfortable with with AJ Green as a true number one. And, and an Tyler alpha, Boyd, a lot, a lot, a lot of his out. Output last year was based on the negative game scripts that the Bengals were in. He, he just doesn't score s- touchdowns. Yeah, he he just doesn't score touchdowns. Um, the other thing is too, just does they? I think I need to make an. I mean, we need to move Joe Burrow up some. Okay. Right? I'm, 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 if, if like, I mean, he's going to be able to. He's he's going to be able to. He's going to be able to do it with his legs and also. 
you know, if, if we're expecting, if we're expecting Tyler, you know, these are two, we're expecting two, 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 two thousand yard seasons. Yeah, well, these these guys who, as far as the, and I mean, our projections aren't that far off. The, this is a little higher than our projections, but if the sportsbooks median kind of median outcomes for these guys are basically they're both sort of lowish end wide receiver twos, you know, that's something that we just we need to take that into need to take that into consideration, especially considering the fact that you know you have Joe Mixon who's able to catch it out of the backfield and stuff, and and the fact that Joe T. Burrow Higgins, a sneaky candidate to run. I just I think we need to move him up to where we're getting a little bit of him as our second quarterback in some of these drafts. Certainly, as I I'll be making the version one of the superflex uh, cheat sheet this weekend, and when I do, I think that Joe Burrow is going to be a guy. Maybe that'll be the setting where we intend to just get a whole lot of him. You know, a, a sort of a a second quarterback by committee type type of deal where you could have you know your one guy you get at the beginning, and then later on, hopefully, get a Matt Stafford and a Joe Burrow or something like that. That would be that would be excellent. I think I I I, I personally think. Um, okay, uh, some other guys here at the top. Um, I was in, I was surprised to see Cortland Sutton have a sixty-eight and a half reception, one thousand fifty point five yard and eight point five touchdown prop. Uh, that's five slots better than what he would have been. Uh, he has he has an ADP of wide receiver eighteen. These props would imply that he would be wide receiver thirteen. Can you buy into it at all, Trash Man? They have they have Jerry Judy down as a sixty one point five reception, eight hundred point five yard, and five and a half touchdown con- contributor. Uh, that would make him wide receiver thirty nine via the sports books. Wide receiver thirty eight right now via ADP. Is Cortland Sutton too? Are the, are the books too high on Cortland Sutton? I tend to think that they are. I tend to think that they are. I'm, I, it make, I'm curious about what they're basing this off. If they're basing the the shortened preseason um, or the no preseason and shortened camps on on you know the, just hedging their bets on the on the veterans or I, I'm I'm curious or they're just not they're just, they're just not including enough of this n- new rookie information. Yeah, I mean I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's like. You could see it being either, right? Mm-hmm. You could see it, or you could see those two things. You you could see those two things as confounding um, topics, right? Like you could see those two things as as because on one hand you have the fact that hey, do do they not realize that Jerry Judy's awesome? Do they not know? Yeah. <laughs> do they not get it? And then on the other hand, you say, well. Maybe they do realize that he's awesome, but maybe they also realize that it's gonna like it's gonna take an acclimation period. And Cortland Sutton's already there, and he's the established alpha, you know, for at least for now. Even though Judy's the better prospect, how about these guys who are down here really bad? Trash man, Kenny Galladay has a um, has a, has a has an ADP of seven overall. These props would imply a wide receiver sixteen finish for him 64 and a half receptions for 1125.5 yards and 7.5 touchdowns um are you do, do, does it make you worried or do you just not care you want to tell the sports books to go ahead? I'm, not, I'm not i'm not i don't i don't care about that okay um, he, he, he let he led he led, led all receivers in receiving touchdowns last season i and that's with matt stafford only playing eight games we talked about darius slayton being 
get, getting some getting the uh, hair-brained hide tit here from the sports books uh, as far as their projection share for him. He's way down here. Christian Kirk is just really far way down here. I couldn't believe. Do you know what I couldn't believe? Just looking at this sheet trash, man. I'm gonna have to mm. pull it up. But um, what do you think Julian Edelman's biggest touchdown season ever was? Uh, I would say eight. It's only he's 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 never had more than seven touchdowns in a okay. in a regular season. Can you can you believe that? But anyway, the, yeah, the, I mean, the guy, with Rob Gronkowski catching all those touchdowns. That's yeah. The guy who, the guy who made me think about that was actually uh, Christian Kirk because he's he's way down here on the list. And I was looking over, looking over him, and it, you know, it feels like he's had you know flashes during his career. But Jesus, I mean, he's only had 590 yards, 709 yards, and three touchdowns per season so far. So I thought the four touchdown prop for him was a little bit generous, considering that DeAndre Hopkins is coming in. Regardless, he's way down here. DK Metcalf is the second to the bottom. Uh, his his ADP is wide receiver twenty one, but his implied uh, his implied wide receiver finish will be wide receiver thirty three if we're basing it just on the sports books, which, which is a twelve point difference. Finishing out the very worst as far as this tool goes, you hate to see it, except for the fact that we haven't owned him. We've talked about how he has a scary ADP. Is AJ Brown um, current wide, ADP of wide receiver sixteen? His implied finish here via the sports books would be wide receiver 29. That's minus 13 spots, 58 and a half receptions, 1025.5 as far as the yards and 7.5 touchdowns um, on the on the season for a wide receiver 29 finish. I just I was talking to Ron Davenport about this on the podcast earlier this week. I said, should we worry about the fact that? You know, the yards after catch was absolutely through the roof last year. The yards per reception was through the roof. Last year, it seems like he won't be able to, you know, follow Same. up on those. And, and well, and Toronto says, "Look, he won't." But here's the other thing: it's his second year, and he's a sick player, and he's and he's, he's going to get better. So, how you weigh those things out? I don't know. The sports books tend to think that he's going to have regression, and that's sort of the same way that I feel about it. Any thoughts on any of those guys? DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Christian Kirk. You've already talked I about Kenny Galladay. I think DK Metcalf is actually going to improve this season. I I feel like the sort of AJ Brown second year. This the 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 sports books hate the hate the ex old Miss players the 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 second year old Miss guys. Something against them. Yeah, I think I mean they're just I mean seems like they're very making very kind of conservative props. Yeah. Well, that's what you do, right? It's 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 a median projection. You want half the people on each side. All right, trash man. Everyone's on your side. They all want to hear about your players that are flying up draft boards. Uh, I don't know about flying, but moving well, up. Can we can we take a quick minute here? Just yeah. to, to ask you guys again, man, please. If you're listening to this podcast and Apple podcast, if you can just – you guys are getting really good information here. We're working super hard. We're going to have another guest on tomorrow. We're getting like two guests a week. We are making sure that these, um, these sessions – incorporate a ton of our premium content that's going to help you win in fantasy football we'd love it if you become a pro member at rosterwatch.com clearly that's the that's the point is to point you back to that right but if you're not or even even if you are and you want to help us out even more and you want more of the podcasts just realize that we have marketing guys and, and we have stakeholders in our company who look at the number of ratings and reviews in apple podcasts to decide how much of the human capital resource of me 
and Trash Man and our admin Jen with booking the guests and Byron, et cetera, are going to allocate into these YouTube videos and into these podcasts. And so just, just, just so you know, if you want more, please, please, please go and review and rate the podcast and Apple Podcasts. It would help us out. It'll help you out to get more content. I wish Byron would quit, quit fucking texting me right in the middle of the show. All right. <laughs> I wonder if he's you. watching. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so the, the first of these players is, can you guess? We talk about the him. Players every show. that you, players. We that, talk about him. We talk. We've talked about him every every point. every oh, podcast. Kenyon Drake. It's Kenyon Drake. He's he's, he's moved buying up, up draft boards. Three spots in the past week. Wow. Okay. People are catching up. They've been listening to their <laughs> rock <know>. watch. <laughs> maybe so. I, I mean, maybe they. I, I wish the wrong the right the wrong people wouldn't listen to to their roster watch. If that yeah. is the case. Hold on. The, you, you wish the wrong people would listen to their roster watch? Would not listen to their roster watch. Yeah. Well, like because I said, man, I, look, I, look at the, I, look, I look at these download numbers every day, Trash Man, and I'm telling you, it tells me endlessly that, that we don't have a thousand re- re- reviews yet. So that, that'll, that'll, that'll tell you we, we got a bunch of listeners. <laughs> yeah, Kenyon Drake, I mean, we've, we've talked about it ad nauseum. He's got he's got top five potential, and he's being drafted as running back nine right now. And he, it seems like every week he he's moving up. Yeah, he's I mean, right, Kenyon, he's right. Yeah, Kenyon Drake is just like we've talked about it before. But if you just, you look at what he was able to do just during his, I mean, he he was he was getting you a he was getting you a. The only guy that was getting, giving you more monster PPR games, if you just look at Kenyon Drake during his time as an Arizona Cardinal, period, and all of fantasy, has been has been Kenyon Drake. It's just it's yeah. just crazy. He 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 gave you one of those. Thir- he he gave you over twenty five points in PPR with thirty seven point five percent of the time during the time that he was a during during the time that he was a Cardinal. It's just absolutely crazy. Thirty three percent of the time he got you a, a, a standard a, a game of a game of 20 points plus in, in standard. So, I mean, he's an asset in both. He's a back asset in both formats. And he I hate is. Kenyon Drake. I hate Kenyon Drake, but I love him for this year. In fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I don't hate him. And I, and I do love him in fantasy. Somebody else who I haven't really thought that much about in fantasy, but people seem to be getting more keen to, and that's Robert Woods. Of the Rams, he's who flying is, up draft boards. We've talked about his sub. I mean, his schedule trash. Man, what has he moved up to? What is he? I would say he's flying, to? but I mean, but he's, I mean, he's being evaluated in the realms of a Calvin Ridley. He, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I mean, look at Robert Woods. He like listen to his listen to his cornerback schedule. He'll be facing these corners on the plurality of his on the plurality of his matchups to start out the season. Chidobe Awuzie, Darius Slade, Tredavious White, James Bradbury. He'll get uh he'll get Fabian Moreau for one week. That's pretty easy. Then Richard Sherman, Kyle Fuller, Byron Jones, bye week, Quentin Dunbar if he doesn't have to go to jail. Carlton Davis, Richard Sherman, Patrick Peterson, Stephon Gilmore. He'll get Pierre Desir in week 15. This looks uh, pretty easy. And then Shaquille Griffin in, in week 16. And those are easily pr- pr- projectable matchups because you know he's going to be the number one guy on the outside. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think maybe people are taking into the into account that he was a wide receiver one over the last half of last season, and that there's no and there's no Brandon Cooks. People are people are are, are a little bit wary of maybe Josh Reynolds. Or they don't know. Maybe maybe Van Jefferson. May, we don't know if he becomes Ooh. that third third receiver. Um, I, I think it's going to be. Been, I think I, I think it's, enough I, about Van Jefferson this 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 summer. I think it's going to be Reynolds just really, you know, really based on this preseason and the lack, lack thereof. Reynolds has the. If there's has, one has, kid that could come in, it's Van Jefferson, dude. His dad's, he's been working with his dad. He's an NFL coach. He's polished. He's old. He's already like, what? He's already like 30. He's 24. Years old. It'll be his 20, 24, <laughs> <laughs> 20, age 24 rookie season. Right, right, right. All right. So Robert Woods is flying up draft boards. I was not flying, but he's he's come on. I think he's, we got to sell think he's this higher than he might be otherwise. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, what do you think about Robert Woods? Are 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 you getting him any drafts? I haven't really, no. I haven't really encountered him much. No, no, I'm getting more Cooper Cup. And I feel like, and I feel like maybe people too aren't taking into account his schedule as much as we are right now. It's just a, whenever it's like we you, you can't just be a you can't be just a you can't be a zombie. Just, oh, yeah, strength of schedule. It's like I mean, it's like it doesn't it, where where it matters is where it matters is on the just it's it, it's on the margins. And when it's one that's like this bad, you know, it's like we yeah. it's like we said last year about Robbie Anderson. You can't, like this it's it's a murderer's row. We we didn't want him, you know. Like when it's that bad, Nikhil Harry, Brashad Pyramid, Robert Woods, they they are, I mean, they're easily projectable. But you know, murderers rose as far as schedules, and like it does hey, bring you down a little bit. Maybe this maybe this is an opportunity to get some value in Josh Reynolds late in drafts. If if Woods is going to be getting all that action, it could be from the course. anybody else okay, flying so, up these draft boards. Well, Terry McLaurin. Is moving uh, up, and I think that's you know you, you hate to see it. You you, you hate to see it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah, you hate to see it. I love getting Terry McLaurin cheap, and in in, in 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 a bunch of drafts, I have noticed less and less Terry McLaurin in simulations lately. I'm going to write that down was one of my because uh, I need to do the thing with Vaughn. I need to do something with Slayton, and then I need to I need to do something with McLaurin. For this 3.1 then i'll be getting up today on the sheet sheet i think maybe people are taking that kelvin Harmon injury into account they should they should we had teron davenport on the show on monday or tuesday that dude said he expects dwayne haskins to have the biggest year one to year two jump of any of these dirt balls can you believe it well not, maybe Teron's now that he's smart. got a, a coaching staff that actually wants him to be the quarterback that was it's funny man that's what teron said too that's what teron said too you got one, one, one more guy that's flying up draft boards. I mean, those were the main three that I saw moving up. If it were up to you, who, who, who would be flying up draft boards? Who's going to take it far too late? To me, I'm seeing well, Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin Jones is being highly undervalued. Marvin Jones and, and Devin Funches. Oh Jesus, Devin Funches, trash man. Devin Funches is one of my favorite deep sleepers, and actually in my in my most recent content, I don't know if it's up yet, but I talk about Devin Funches and the value he represents as arguably the number two receiver 
with a Hall of Fame quarter on a Hall of Fame on a team with a Hall of Fame quarterback. 